0: Welcome once again to another edition of Strange Planet. Thanks as always for sticking me in your ears. And we have a, uh, a part two from an earlier conversation coming your way on this edition. Douglas Mulhall is back with us, uh, the author of Discovering the Nature of Longevity. That's what we discussed last time, but there's a, um, a new book out called The Story of Nanobac TX, How a Medical Maverick Restored Cardiovascular Health. And this is something that we touched on the last time Douglas was here talking about Gary Mezzo, and how he was frustrated with the standard of care for his, uh, his heart patients. And so in order to try and uh, help them, uh, he began this journey a- and formulated this incredible nutraceutical combined with vitamins, uh, combined with a chelating therapy uh, that is now be- quickly becoming a standard of care. And we're gonna tell you a little bit more about that story on this episode douglas is a biotech company co-founder popular science author and journalist researcher at several universities and develops buildings that are safe for human health which have won several international awards Um, we first met after he released his book our molecular future since then he has published has heart disease been cured calcium bomb the nanobacteria linked to heart disease and cancer and uh, the story of Nanoback tx is kind of um uh, i guess an update on that book uh, on its 20th anniversary and uh discovering the nature of longevity is uh, also a fairly recent book. Douglas, welcome back. How are you?
1: I'm great, Richard, and uh, all the books you mentioned are right back there. <laughs>
0: there we. Are. Yes. Uh now which book was just endorsed by the director at the American Institute of Stress?
1: It's the main book uh, that was just published, uh, Discovering the Nature of Longevity. And th- the subtitle also for our talk today is is most important, and that is uh, Restoring the Heart and Body by Targeting Hidden Stress. And so the American Institute of Stress uh, actually uh, endorsed the book uh, their executive director did uh, in a 45-minute uh, podcast uh, that uh, we did uh, just just a little while ago which is great to see because uh, that's what this is all about. So we talked a little bit about the different types of, of stress. You call it
0: hidden stress. Uh, there's environmental uh, stress. It could be um, exposure to uh, heavy metals. Uh, I don't know, pesticides, things like that. There is um, um, oxidative stress. Uh, what yeah. was the other type what am I missing?
1: Not much. Uh, I mean, there's a whole list of them, both the the standard stresses and the the ones that uh, you mentioned. But, you know, you can run through that list pretty quickly. And uh, I just want to cycle back for a moment to I always like the lead into your show talking about the real truth, because this is what this is about. This is about the real truth about what standard approaches and standard diagnostics to both heart disease and the way it develops is not the story that most people are being told. And that's what we're here to talk about uh, today. And that's what Gary Mazzeau, who's the CEO of a company called uh, Nanobiotech Pharma, uh, developed 20 years ago and uh, has been helping thousands of patients ever since. And the truth behind this is that The standard risk factors, uh, is called the Framingham risk factors. It's based on 40 years of, of studies. According to a number of cardiologists today, do not account for a lot of the newly discovered risk factors for heart disease, which explains why. People in their 40s and 50s, for example, suddenly end up with heart problems, even though uh, they're not on the list of those risk factors. You know, they've taken their stress test, they've been to the doctor, uh, everything seems fine. And in a lot of cases, people end up having heart problems and they just don't fit uh, the profile. So, you know, why is that? Why is it that so many people? Are in this uh, situation, and the simple reason, and this is really important for anyone who's listening, who's you know between the ages of 25 and 50, and I, I know the lot of your audience is is in that uh, in that time frame, mm-hmm. because you know bet- when you're between the ages of 25 and 50, you don't really think about this stuff. Uh, you think, well, yeah, I don't want to be like my parents and my grandparents, but I don't really have time for that stuff right now. I feel fine. Uh, besides that, I don't have uh, any time and any money and any energy uh, to do anything more than I'm doing right now. And this is a huge problem for people between the ages of 25 and 50. Even if there was something that they thought they could do about it, they really lack the time, money, and energy to do it. There was just a survey published uh, very, very recently, a few days ago, that showed that a lot of people want to do more for their health and to prevent cardiovascular disease, but they just don't have the time, money, and energy uh, to do it. Now, innovators like Gary Mazzeau understood that problem. And the reason they understood that problem was because uh, Gary himself uh, was an emergency room uh, medic for 20 years and also in family practice. And he really got tired of watching people come into the emergency room, young and old, uh, dying of uh, heart disease. And the traditional therapies just really couldn't help them. And he wanted to understand why that was happening. He wanted to really get at at the truth of it. And when he started exploring it, he realized that there are a number of these hidden factors that you mentioned at the top of the show that are simply not on the heart disease risk factor lists. And he set about, over a number of years, developing a way to target those risk factors. And so the reason that I tell the story of, of Nanobac TX, which is the name of the supplement that we're talking about here, is not because it's a particular product. It's because it embodies the very story of everything that's right and wrong with the way that we're approaching cardiovascular disease and when it starts. And when it starts is on the day that you're born. Right. So-
0: heart disease, number one killer, we're we're familiar with the statistics, but it seems like up until Gary Mizeau came along and and tried to look at this from a different perspective, perhaps, we we don't even understand, you know, what we're what we're facing here, what ultimately causes, you know, we, we talk about Oh, you too much animal fat in our diet, bad cholesterol, clogging the arteries, leading to heart attacks.
1: Yep. And everything you just said is actually the symptom and not the cause of the disease. Right. Right. And that's the problem. So, uh, you you know, people talk about cholesterol. Well, cholesterol is not the problem. The problem is what turns cholesterol into bad cholesterol. Your body actually uses cholesterol. You know, a lot of people uh, know that. But it's when hidden stress creates something called oxidative stress. Uh, that gets out of balance in your body. And that oxidative stress turns good cholesterol into bad cholesterol. And that is uh, part of the problem. But it is by no means the only uh, part of the problem. There's There's been way too much emphasis on cholesterol as, as being uh, the main uh, problem, when in fact the problem starts a long time before that. And I want to talk about two things in particular uh, that start at birth, Uh, that for a long time people couldn't do anything about or no one really paid any attention to. But now you can because innovators like Gary Mizeau, and I want to emphasize he's not the only one, but he's really a shining light out there because he was one of the first ones to identify this. So let's talk about uh, so-called heavy metals for a second. You know, people hear the term heavy metals. Well, heavy means just one simple thing, oddly enough. A metal that is five times heavier than water and this molecular weight. Don't ask me why they chose this figure. Uh, I don't have a clue, but that's why they call them heavy metals. And it includes things that a lot of people have heard of. Lead, which you thought were actually taken out of products, but no, eh, wrong. They're not out of products. They're still in a lot of our consumer products. Um, cadmium, chromium, uh, the stuff that uh, you know you do chrome with. Uh, but a whole bunch of other stuff. gadolinium, for example, which is used in a lot of our electronics today. Uh, lithium, uh, same thing. And so these are all known as uh, heavy metals, uh, and they most of them have no business being in your uh, body. And there's a whole bunch of tests, and, and a lot of people who take their blood tests, you know, have their their doctors do a metal a metal panel. So you can see this. If you ask for a metals panel, you'll get a list of all of these. One small problem with this metals panel, that's measuring what's in your blood. But the metals that build up from our environment that get into us and that have been getting into human beings ever since they started walking the earth, those metals are in your tissue. They are not in your blood. So a blood test can show you're in within the accepted range. You start pulling that stuff out of your tissue, and this is what the clinical studies have shown, and it's a totally different story. Suddenly, uh, uh, patients who have heart disease are showing results that are 6,000% above uh, that within range, and that's a big problem. So that has caused uh, a lot of innovators to look into, okay, We know how these things are getting into us. They're getting into us from our natural environment, they're getting into us from our products, and there are some things that we can do to protect ourselves from them, but that's not good enough. So exercise and proper nutrition are certainly good in helping your body to to get rid of these things, but by themselves, they don't do the job. Uh, That's simply because these metals build up in your tissue over time, starting from the day that you're born. That's where chelation comes in. That's where chelation uh, comes in. But, uh, and for those people in the audience who haven't heard of uh, chelation, chelation uh, is um, a word for claw. So basically what happens is a chemical grabs the metal, like a chemical claw, pulls it out, and then uh, if this chemical is, is, is in your body, it's injected in your body through an infusion, uh, It then goes out through your kidneys and you pee it out. So that's how you get rid of the heavy metals. So um, about uh, four years ago, uh, there was uh, the result of a 10 year clinical trial uh, for heart disease patients um, who used uh, intravenous chelation And one of the tests that they did on them was the metals that came out in their urine and they found enormous amounts of these metals. Better yet, the patients started improving as the metals diminished. And this was the key point. And until then, there was no burning bush. There was no smoking gun that said, okay, we know metals are in people, but what we don't know is what happens when you take the metals out. Now we know. And in fact, there have been, papers published in peer review journals that now say that uh, it is it is time to admit that the burden of proof has been established that there's a direct association between heavy metals buildup and heart disease, period. That and is. for a long time, this was not accepted. Right. But there's now it's, it's becoming quite clear. Yeah. For a long time, doctors poo-pooed the whole idea of chelation. Um and- Take- exactly, and that that's where part of the, the 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 truth comes in. But I'm I'm sorry because I I got off track a bit there. What Gary Mazzo did was he tried chelation, and he realized that without really extensive infusions over like about forty or fifty weeks, the patients reverted. So they uh, it, it it didn't it it didn't stick, and uh, he tried to you know understand uh, why, and as a result of that he started experimenting not just with the chelating chemical, but also with a very sophisticated group of nutraceuticals, uh, uh, food supplements, uh, that together were synergistic with the chelating uh, uh, chemical. And more importantly, or equally importantly, uh, the problem with intravenous chelation is, you gotta go to a doctor's office, have a needle in your arm for two or three hours, once a week, you know, for 40 weeks, and uh, that is expensive. It's time consuming. And a lot of people just don't have the resources or time or money to do it. And that's why I come back to this theme of, you know, people who are in from 25 to 50, they don't have the time or money or anything else to, you know, get into this stuff. So what Mazo did was he developed an oral um, tablet, uh, a capsule that contained uh, this proprietary set of uh, ingredients and the capsules there eight of them they're all the same they're taken uh once a night uh, before bedtime and i'll come to that in a moment because it's quite important uh, and that's it and uh, y- you know you you take that and uh this is is having very significant impacts on the heart health of a lot of people so he solved this convenience problem which in doctor speak is patient compliance which <laughs> patients have probably heard right you're not compliant right
0: so you do the regimen <laughs> of
1: 8 eight
0: of the of these uh, tablets these nanoback tx tablets
1: 8 and you're done that's correct uh, and just before I go any further i'm not being paid to promote this product i i, I wrote i i've been following this guy for 20 years and i can tell you that a lot of well-known cardiologists uh, swear by his product and i have interviewed them and i have interviewed dozens and dozens and dozens of patients who have used this product and i have used this product myself and uh members of my family have used it and my friends have used it and to me there is absolutely no question that it works it doesn't mean that it's perfect and it doesn't mean that it's a cure And everyone is different. They have a different reaction to these things. All I can tell you is that after 20 years of having studied this very carefully and interviewed all the people and written two books about it, um, that there's something happening here. And the reason there's something happening here is because this approach, like other approaches that are coming onto the scene, is attacking something that the standard risk factors are not targeting and one of them is these metals and the other one that we haven't talked about at all yet we talked about a little bit about it in your earlier show is low level infections right all right i've got a time out
0: uh douglas mulhall will stay with us we're talking about uh, discovering the nature of longevity restoring the heart and body by targeting hidden stress back with more in a moment It's time to redefine reality. This is Richard Serrett's
1: Strange Planet.
0: Douglas Mulhall stays with us, and again, he is a biotech company co-founder, popular science author and journalist researcher at several universities discovering the nature of longevity. And um, we were talking about uh, the story of NanoBack TX, how a medical maverick, that would be Gary Mazo, restored cardiovascular health. Uh, before we get into a discussion about low grade, um, was it inflammation? Uh, well,
1: low grade infection that actually infection. Uh, that, tr- but you're quite right, Richard. Uh, that that triggers chronic inflammation, which is uh, the real bomb.
0: Okay, uh, I just wanted to go back for a minute about the uh, the heavy metals. Um, and when you're on the, uh, this eight pill regimen that has the chelation, um, agent in it and it has the supplements and the nutraceuticals, is that when, you, when doctors, uh, are noticing an improvement in their, in their cardio patients, are we talking about the calcification in the arteries being reduced or what, it, what are they seeing as a result mm-hmm. of the, the nano well
1: there's there's a number of factors um so I'll give you one example actually I'll give you two on because you mentioned calcification so calcification for the uninitiated which also by the way uh, begins uh, it it begins pretty close to birth uh the uh, fatty streaks that, uh, in the wall of the artery that lead to calcification Uh, have been found um, in the arteries of infants uh, who died of other uh, causes. So make no mistake about it. This stuff doesn't start in your 30s or 40s. You know, it starts right from the get-go for the simple reason that we've got this uh, uh, funny relationship, this Jekyll and Hyde relationship with our environment. Uh, It turns on us and it forces our immune system to turn on us. And that's what causes a lot of these uh, problems. So the... Uh, the approach that uh, Mizeau uses targets a number of those problems and not just a single one. You mentioned calcification or hardening of the arteries. So there's two studies that were done around 2002 and 2004. Uh, one by the vice president of the um, uh, uh, Florida chapter of the American Heart Association. He did um, a uh, an interventional study on patients and he showed beyond a doubt that when they took this, their so-called calcium scores that measure the calcification in your body uh, were reduced. So that was the first uh, clinical indication that this was actually happening. Uh, about a year later, uh, Dr. Daniel Shoshkas at the Cleveland Clinic uh, um, in Florida had patients with pro- male patients with prostatitis, that's prostate stones. And any guy who's had prostate stones knows it's not a pleasant thing. So these are patients who they tried everything. They couldn't do anything about them. He put them on this regimen and uh, the stones diminished. Uh, he has all the evidence of this and it was published in, in peer-reviewed uh, uh, journals. So you've got to ask the question, gosh, you know, so if that happened, why haven't we done uh, more studies, et cetera? Well, there's a very good reason for that. Uh, And this is the problem facing supplements and nutraceuticals. Even though they're effective against chronic inflammation, even though this uh, product is effective against calcification uh, and against heavy metals, it has a basic regulatory issue. And that is nutraceuticals are not the huge money makers with massive uh, uh, margins. That pharmaceuticals have. So these nutraceuticals companies don't have the money to invest a hundred million bucks in a clinical trial that is double blinded and randomized to prove beyond a reasonable uh, doubt that, you know, this does what it, it says it does. So even though the cardiologists say it works, the patients say it works, the, uh, the studies, that uh, the, 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 uh, the clinical studies that have been done say it works, the huge randomized massive studies that uh, doctors say are absolutely necessary to prove it are, are very difficult to come by. The good news is that that is changing. Uh, uh, a lot of doctors will tell you today, uh, these nutraceuticals, there's never been a clinical trial about them. This is not true. If you go to clinicaltrials.gov in the last five years, there have been dozens and dozens and dozens of trials on different nutraceuticals, many of which are included in these products. So the groundwork is beginning to change. So that's uh, those are two clinical examples of different types of calcification that were affected uh, by this uh, uh, by this therapy, and the other important thing that this does is it attacks the inflammatory response. It calms down the inflammatory response, which is critical because I- inflammation is what turns your immune system against you. In the short run, gets you out of trouble. If you got a cut or an infection, you know it's pretty good at at, at getting you out of trouble. In the long run. The same inflammation turns against you. And so it's important to do two things at the same time. Number one, get rid of the trigger. And number two, calm down that inflammation. And that's what this does. Okay. So let's talk about low-grade infection. Is this considered another stress? Yes, but it's not on the list. It's not on the standard list of heart disease risks, even though... Hundreds of studies, and this is what I point out in the book, and I give all the references, show that uh, things like uh, the stuff that uh, uh, causes the bacteria that causes stomach ulcers, the bacteria that causes bad breath, gingivitis, um, and dozens and dozens and dozens of other bacteria have been associated with heart disease. Now, the cynics or the skeptics claim that all this stuff is opportunistic and comes along afterwards. Oh, is that so? Well, then why is it that it's 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 um, causing all of this chronic inflammation that is exactly associated with the cause of heart disease? And no one has, you know, the skeptics can't answer that question. And so more and more, the diagnostics are starting to show us, the new diagnostics, that these low-grade infections are causing low-grade inflammation that you don't detect and you don't notice. When you start to notice it is when you're 32 years old and suddenly you get up one day and you just don't feel as energetic as you used to. That's because this stuff has been building up inside you. The combination of low-grade infections that are usually not detectable with the standard tests and the low-grade metals that are building up that aren't detectable in the normal blood tests, this is starting to create this problem. And I can't emphasize enough for people under the age of 50 You've got to start to have a look, a serious look, at detecting the stuff that the standard risk factors don't detect, and this is now possible.
0: So, what is the diagnostic then for low-grade infection?
1: Well, for low-grade infection, uh, it's it's a bit of a tricky business. Uh, but the first thing to do is you can get t- tests done for uh, the symptoms of low-grade inflammation. And so that's the first step to knowing that, you know, you might have uh, an issue. Uh, The second thing is, (laughs) you know, it's amazing. Do you know why you floss? Because of gingivitis. And it's amazing because the mouth, of course, is the window to the soul, as they say. Mm -hmm. The mouth is the window to your health. And if you don't have good oral health, you've got a lot of chronic inflammation going on in your mouth. Um, that is going to be associated with the onset of this uh, this chronic inflammation. So gingivitis, uh, well, your dentist can detect that. So uh, you know that's that's a bit of a, a, a no brainer. Uh, there are other things like uh, Helicobacter pylori, uh, which is the cause of stomach ulcers. We all have Helicobacter pylori, but depending on our makeup, we can react well or badly. Uh, to it but there are tests that can uh, determine that but one thing i want to emphasize it's it's not so easy uh, to find the test you can't just go out and ask a standard uh, testing lab or physician to go and find this stuff i'll just give you an example on the heavy metals Uh, again if if you just go and get a standard blood test it it won't show up so you might have to go to a chelation clinic and have what's known as a, a challenge test and the challenge test is basically, uh, you take uh, about an hour and a half of IV chelation and then you pee it out. And uh, they do a before and after test, and then you can you can get your metals. Now, again, there's a lot of skeptics out there who say, yeah, well, that doesn't really show you anything. Well, increasingly, it does show you stuff, and um, the, the 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 proof of that has been in the reversal of peripheral artery disease and a significant lowering in the death rate of diabetic heart patients when these heavy metals are removed from them. And this is all peer-reviewed and published uh, material. Now, Richard, I just want to emphasize one thing here. I'm not a physician. Um, I My book tells the story of these physicians and uh, these uh, these patients, but... You know, if you want medical advice, you should go and talk to a qualified physician, a, a holistic cardiologist, or, or as they call it, an integrative uh, cardiologist. And those people really know what they're, uh, they're talking about. You know, Dr. James C. Roberts in Toledo, Ohio. Uh, boy, go to his website, you know, heartfixer.com. Uh, Jim has been working with Nanobac TX. Um, and uh, there's a number of other uh, physicians who have uh, as well. Go talk to them and you know they'll they'll let you know what the situation is all right douglas
0: another timeout back with more in a moment ladies and gentlemen the captain has turned on the fasten seatbelt sign we're now crossing a zone of turbulence Please return your seats and food trays to their upright position, and make sure your carry-on luggage is safely stowed. You're about to leave everything you know behind. This is Richard Serrett's Strange Planet. Strange Planet. We are discovering the nature of longevity, restoring the heart and body by targeting hidden stress. What about diabetes? Is is that um, related to inflammation and hidden stress? Um, and is there a nutraceutical?
1: Well, it's an epidemic, eh? and, and everybody knows that uh, type 2 diabetes in, in all age groups is just uh, skyrocketing. And the answer your question, to your questions are yes and yes. Um, when the clinical trials of IV chelation were done at um, uh, Mount Sinai Medical Center in, in Florida, um the results were absolutely clear. Uh, It it was, it was done across the country, but it was managed out of Mount Sinai and, and Columbia university. So uh, the, 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 the result of a 10 year clinical trial with about, you know, 633 diabetic patients was all cause mortality was reduced by 42% in diabetic heart patients. Need I say more now? When they took the results to the regulatory authorities, the regulatory authorities said, uh, Yeah, that's nice, but that's just one study. Now, you know, like, uh, as you know, with COVID, one study was enough. Mm. (laughs) But uh, no, no, not with this. So go back and do it again, this time only with diabetic heart patients. That study is just being completed this year after another seven years. So it's 17 years in total of all these clinical trials. And it's going to be very exciting at the end of this year. We're going to see the results of that. But in the meantime, these diabetic heart patients are, you know, they're they're getting better. And especially diabetic heart patients with peripheral artery disease are getting better. They're not having their feet cut off because their circulation has been cut off by peripheral artery disease. So, yes, uh, there's a lot that can be done uh, for diabetics. No doubt about it. And um, the uh, the ingredients that are in Nanobac TX are also directed at, at those types of uh, of problems. And I just want to say, if, if people want to learn more about this, they can either go to my website, which is calcify.com, but they can also go to the website of the company. I'm not paid by them, <laughs> uh, which is, nanobiotechpharma.com. And again, it's Gary Mazzo who's the inventor of all of this. And I have to say, Gary is amazing. He's one of the most tenacious people I have ever met. He has taken this through. Um, you can't believe what he went through with this. Uh, you know, uh, attacks by regulators. Uh, it, it was just unbelievable. He, he uh, you know, he's, he sold... Uh, the product to a company that drove the thing into the ground, then got the product back after the company went under. And uh, during that whole time, you know, the the product has still been out there. Uh, cardiologists are still working with people, but it's really to his credit uh, that this has been going on. And and he, to me, is the very embodiment of this kind of innovator. Uh, and he's not the only one uh, who has gone through hell and back again to bring this to patients who are not getting relief from their standard uh, therapies. One other thing I wanna emphasize, the standard therapies, it's not like they're bad. It's just that they only go so far because they're not targeting these particular uh, triggers. And these products like NanobacTX, are quite often used in conjunction with standard therapies. So it's not a question of one or the other. They can also work synergistically.
0: So, um, what are the regulations? I mean, do you, do you have to get, do you have to be prescribed Nanoback T- TX? How nope.
1: Do, can you order it off a website? How, do, how does it work? Yep. Uh, that's the interesting thing about it. And the reason they did it that way was what I mentioned uh, near the top of the show. They can't dole out a hundred million bucks for clinical trials to get the registrations, to have this classified as a drug. And if it was classified as a drug, it would probably cost 10 times more. So actually, it's been to the benefit of the consumer that this is classified as a generally recognized as safe nutraceutical combination. It's called GRAS, G-R-A-S, generally recognized as safe. It's a non-prescription, over-the-counter, and when I say over-the-counter, it's available uh, direct uh, from uh, the company. Um, Anybody can order it, but again, strongly recommend that you check with your doctor on it. A lot of doctors, of course, haven't heard of it, will say, this is nonsense. You'll have to walk your way through that. There's a lot of information in the book about how uh, you can give this information to people uh, because we've been through all this whole thing about a lot of doctors saying, oh, this is voodoo medicine, don't touch it. Uh, And there's definitely that kind of reaction and you've got to expect that uh, from from some uh, physicians. It's not that they're bad people. It's just not It's just not in their training. The Framingham studies don't contain the information about these types of hidden stresses that they have been trained uh, to deal with. So it's not their fault. And by the way, most of these doctors are sick and tired of seeing patients come in. They know that they have the problem. And they also know that the standard therapies aren't helping the patients as much as they should. So the doctors are just as frustrated as the patients. I'm definitely not trying to blame them um, at all. We're in the middle, Richard, of a paradigm shift where the recognition of these types of things is really coming to the forefront. It's no longer way out in right field or left field or so-called alternative medicine. This is starting to really be recognized as a clinically valid risk factor and set of risk factors that can be addressed. So uh, about 20 years ago, you wrote a book called Has Heart Disease Been Cured? has it well (laughs) there's a funny story behind that because actually the book morphed into the calcium bomb because when we first did it uh as we were doing it a whole bunch of new information came out from the clinical study so we dumped has heart disease been cured uh, and we came up with the calcium bomb simply because the data uh, about calcification and hardening of the arteries had become uh, very compelling and we realized uh, that that was a big part of the issue. And a lot of that was due to the discoveries about uh, these uh, these hidden uh, infections. And, uh, you know, you'll, a lot of patients will be told, and you hear it all the time, that healthy blood is sterile. It doesn't contain bacteria or microbes and only sick blood does. Well, we now know that this is nonsense. So this, has, this is a myth that has been disproven over the past five or 10 years. Uh, uh, we now have the detection technology to show that we are a sea of microbes. <laughs> in fact, there's more DNA from microbes in our body than there is DNA from us. Wow! <laughs> so, so you know we're 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 coexisting, and and the vast majority of these microbes are beneficial or benign, but uh, there's a certain number of them that are not good for us at all, and those are the ones that you want to target
0: so we've been talking a lot about about heart disease um i mean this is the topic of a whole other episode and i'll have you back on and we'll we can talk some more about it obviously but so this idea of low-grade infection oxidative stress environmental stress um how do we then can we apply this same model if you will to other diseases besides heart disease things like cancer, things like oh, I, macular degeneration, things like that.
1: I am so glad that you mentioned that because your arteries are the first line of defense. So the impact of cardiovascular disease is vastly understated. When they say heart disease is the leading cause of death and then cancer is close behind, what they don't say is that One of the reasons that people get cancer is because the nutrient system in their body is compromised, so they can't fight it. That nutrient system is in your arteries. It's in your blood. So the first thing that often happens is that your artery system is compromised, and that reduces the nutrients and the oxygen that are getting to your tissue, and that lowers your resistance against cancer. I would make the argument that we wouldn't have nearly as much trouble with cancer if we had a healthy vascular system for our entire lives. And that's a main reason why I wrote uh, this, uh, this book. And uh, Dr. Hervasio Lamas, who's the head of cardiology at Mount Sinai, uh, he said to me, he said, the cardiovascular system seems to be especially vulnerable to these hidden stresses. And that creates a big set of problems in your body. So the answer to your question is yes, absolutely. There's, there's, there's no uh, doubt about it. And the second thing that has really come to the forefront uh, very recently is now that we have this massive source of data uh, coming in from all these uh, uh, these these clinical trials and the evidence about the impacts of all of these uh, hidden stresses and uh, low level infections, there is no question that AI software, artificial intelligence software, to me, is going to rapidly find a whole lot more solutions uh, to these uh, problems. And I'm talking about you know in the next 24 months. I think we're going to see a quantum leap. In the understanding of um how not only how these are affecting us, but how they can be fixed. And one of the things that uh, I deal with in the book is what's coming down the pipe. And that section isn't what's happening now, but you know what's happening in the next two to uh, five years. and so i'm 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 a strong believer that Uh, You know, everyone talks about the threats of AI, which I completely agree with, by the way. I wrote a book about it 20 years ago, Mm -hmm. warning about it. But at the same time, um, it's a Jekyll and Hyde because in medicine, it's going to make a huge difference to us. And uh, I am nothing but optimistic about it because it's also going to help us understand the negative impacts of some of these drug interactions and help us to avoid those. Uh, Even today, uh, there are uh, AI pharmacists, robotic pharmacists who make half the number of errors that human pharmacists make. So this is beginning to come into the market even now.
0: Fantastic. It's, uh, well, you've given me the, uh, a much needed sort of upside for AI because lately I've just been uh, dreading uh, a lot of this conversation about artificial intelligence and, and
1: um, you know. Yeah. let let's, Richard, let's do a separate show on that, because like I say, Our Molecular Future, which is the book that I wrote in 2002, which was on the New Scientist Must Read list, by the way, um, and which Publishers uh, Weekly called More Science Fiction Than Science, because it (laughs) talked about AI. Ha, ha, ha. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So uh, I talked a lot about what AI really means for us as a species. And I think that a lot of people are missing the boat in the AI discussion, when they talk about the implications of AI for humanity, because they're missing a big part of it. And I think it's something that we carry into a whole other uh, show. It's a a completely different perspective. It's a date, we'll do
0: that. Douglas, always a great pleasure. Thank you so much for this.
1: Thank you, Richard. And I wanna thank you again for having the courage to bring this truth forward about what's really happening with heart disease and how millions of people can benefit from this if they only have the information.
0: It's very—it's a very hopeful message. It's a very, very hopeful message, important. Thank you so much.
1: Thank you. A new Richard Serrett's A Strange Planet drops every
0: Monday, Wednesday, and Friday.